guys. So if you've been listening for a while and are a regular listener, then you'll know that today we typically release a bite of knowledge, but instead, and just for fun, I thought I would do like a bite of Bethany instead. So instead of a bite of knowledge, let's do a bite of Bethany. And basically that just means me sharing some thoughts that I typically jot down in my phone And instead of journaling, I I jot them down randomly throughout the day. And these are just thoughts that may help you, may not. You may not agree with them and you may. But I do get asked certain questions a lot and I thought, you know, why not just share it on my podcast? Research shows the average cleaning product contains chemicals that are affecting our lungs. The researchers also added that accelerated lung function declines in those who clean regularly with bleach-based products, disinfectants, and degreasers containing 2-butoxyethanol, commonly referred to as EGBE. This is all just another reason why I use Branch Basics for my cleaning needs. You just mix their non-toxic concentrate with water in a glass spray bottle and you're good to go and clean your entire home. Everything from your kitchen to your bathroom to your living room and even your kids' toys. It's safe around your kids and pets and it actually works. It's 100% biodegradable, fragrance-free and contains no harmful substances. Their concentration is derived from plants and minerals. And the best part is that you only have to buy one product. If you want to clean up your home and your health by using Branch Basics, they're offering my listeners 15% off. Just use code LILSIPPER at checkout to receive a discount. I recommend starting with their starter kit, which includes everything you'll need with simple instructions. Again, if you go to branchbasics.com and enter code LITTLESIPPER at checkout, that's L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R at checkout, you'll receive a discount. Quick pause because what would this podcast be without me sharing about the benefits of my very own digestive support plant-based protein powder by NewZest? If you don't know, I co-created the digestive support product by Nuzes back in 2018, and it's been a top seller ever since. Why? Because I wanted to create an easy to digest protein powder without stevia or fake sweeteners, without gums, and without flavorings commonly found in other vegan protein powders. Not just found in protein powders, but also so-called gut support products, and these gums and additives can actually cause digestive upsets. With my protein powder, you'll find only clean, real, simple ingredients, and I chose to add a specific probiotic known to fight off candida and help the gut specifically. This probiotic is so strong, it does not need refrigeration. And since it doesn't need refrigeration, it can also survive your body's temperature, ensuring it survives once it gets down into your belly so it can start doing its job. You'll also find L-glutamine, which has been shown to help and heal, seal the gut, heal and seal the gut. Now, this is super important because the gut lining, obviously you don't want things 
leaking out. You don't want things seeping in. So L-glutamine can help restore the gut lining, resulting in an overall healthy and happy core. And we all know health starts in the gut. My digestive support protein is glyphosate-free and contains no gluten, grains, or lectins. It's vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly, as well as suitable for those on a candida or diabetic diet. If you want to grab a tub and start your journey to a healthier and happier gut and ultimately happier life, go to newsest.usa slash digest for a discount. That's N-U-Z-E-S-T dot U-S-A slash digest. This offer expires soon, so take advantage while you can. First of all, what I eat in a day. A lot of people ask me, will I ever do a what I eat in a day reel on my Instagram? And the answer is no. I think they're stupid (laughs) because every single day is different for me. And I highly doubt every single person on this earth eats the same every day. And I'm not talking about eating the same meals or even breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For example, I will eat, sometimes I'll eat breakfast and sometimes I'll intermittent fast. And depending on if I am a recipe testing that day, I'll be tasting, I'll be snacking. So then I don't fully eat a quote, rounded lunch or rounded dinner because I've been tasting and snacking all day from what I've been preparing in the kitchen for reels and things like that. So every single day is different, whether I am going to different appointments, whether I have lunch with someone, whether I just am ravishly hungry that day, or perhaps I'm not that hungry and I honor my body. And I think that's so important for each of us to honor our body and honoring the signals, whether that be hunger signals or whether that be fullness signals. And it took a while for me to really tap into that. And each person is different, but I really encourage everyone to really tap into that if you can, because that's why we have these signals. If we're full, we shouldn't be eating. That's going to cause more digestive stress. Obviously, if we're hungry, we should eat. Those are signals. I just think they're stupid. Not just that, but the fact that people want to know what I eat, and I'm honored, honestly, I'm I'm flattered to to be honest. But the fact that people know want the want to know what I eat or what other people eat it doesn't have to be me. But why are people so interested in what? others eat? Why are people so just like fascinated or they just want to know what people eat? Focus on yourself. Who cares what so-and-so's eating? Who cares what the girl next door is eating? Focus on what you're eating. Focus on what you need and your nutritional needs as a human being. Every person is different. We all have different activity levels. Some of us are more sedentary and some of us just naturally burn more calories because of our metabolism. Some of us are super active. And so I think that's just another form of comparing, which we need to get away from, is comparing what we eat versus what another person eats. And again, comparison is the thief of all joy. So I would say stop comparing your meals with other people's meals 
and focus on what you individually need. And also don't judge someone about what they're eating because being judgmental is just as harmful as being comparing yourself, if that makes any sense. I feel like I'm just rambling on now. But all that to say is I think what I eat in a day is stupid. And when I see people post what I eat in a day, I think that's just um, putting more fuel to the fire as far as comparing. All right, let's talk about trolls for a second. I don't get them. I Honestly, if anyone has an idea of why trolls even exist, please DM me and let me know. What do they think they are really doing by being mean? That's what I want to know. Like, does it truly make them feel better as a person? Maybe. Do they think they're actually benefiting this person or do they think they're really helping this person by sending them a nasty DM or even worse, making a public comment? Because in my mind, like I would never say certain things that I get, comments I get or comments I see other people getting. It is it's almost fascinating to me because I'm like, is this a true human that is willing to do this? And I guess, honestly, people will say anything if they're behind a screen, right? But if they are seeing someone person to person, I really don't think they would say that. And I just think, again, I just don't get trolls. And I feel like they are definitely dealing with something personally. So if you've some, if you're someone that has received negative comments from some person you don't even know on the internet, just keep that in mind. This is a person you don't even know on the internet. And more importantly, this is a person that doesn't know you. All right. So take that into consideration and be bigger than them and just I mean, hey, there's the block button for a reason, right? There's an unfollow button. And speaking of unfollow buttons, I've recently been unfollowing accounts that just don't serve me anymore. And I feel like I am starting to compare, going back into the comparison trap. Like I started following uh, like home decor accounts, for example, and I noticed that I was getting super envious of other people's homes and they live in amazing homes. And okay, let's face it. I live in California. I have a a beautiful home, but people in, for example, Texas, they have a home that's like three times the size and probably for like half the price, I bought my house in California. So I'm just like, oh, like, why can't I just get a home like that or like a bigger home or whatever, right? So anyways, my whole point is there's the unfollow button. And if it's not serving you anymore, if you start feeling yourself being jealous or whatever, maybe it's not jealousy. It's just like, I don't know, annoying or it's just not serving you, just unfollow them. And if you feel like you can't unfollow, there's always the mute button. So technically, I don't know if you guys are, are aware of that, but technically you you are still following that person, but you mute them so that they don't show up in your feed and that person will never know. But um, it's just, it's so freeing. And the less I see in my Instagram feed, like coming on, on whatever, like how many people I follow, I actually have less anxiety. And 
I feel like I can breathe better. So unfollow the people that, I don't know. And I was looking at my, again, I feel like I'm just rambling, but I went back into all the people that I'm following and like half the people aren't even active on Instagram anymore. And I was like, oh, well, why am I even following these people? So it was just super freeing. It lightened my load. It's like getting rid of all these clothes that you never wear. It's just like, huh, okay, I have my staples and that's all I want. And really simplifying your life down to even as many people as you follow online, it can really make a difference in your own health. Another random thought that I actually posted this on my threads, if you guys are active on Instagram threads, is... I said, avoiding certain foods is not diet culture, it's self-respect. And that is 100% true. Uh, if you know your body and what works for you, then avoiding certain foods is a form of self-respect. It's not diet culture. And diet culture has definitely like had its moment. And I'm, I'm really glad that diet culture is dwindling. At least I hope it is. I see it in my circle. However, anti-diet culture is becoming just more prevalent. And anti-diet culture is just as toxic as diet culture. And I'm really tired of it because anti-diet culture is saying that love your body and yes, you should love your body. But there comes a point where you, you can't just eat whatever. You can't just eat toxic food and chemicals that aren't even really food. That is not honoring your body. And the anti-diet culture of saying that you can eat whatever you want and live it up, and that's really not honoring your body. So think about that for a second, that there's a happy medium here. And uh, you know your body best and get those people in your circle that can support you in what you're doing for your health, for your mental health. That's super important. High above more physical health is your mental health because your mental health does affect your physical health for sure and vice versa for, you know, that, that too. So just keep that in mind that the, the whole diet culture and anti-diet culture is just gone extreme on both ends of the spectrum. And to glorify morbidly obese people and saying there's nothing wrong with that, that morbidly obese is not healthy. This is, this is not healthy. By 2030, half of the US population will be obese, not overweight, but obese. And that comes with other health issues like diabetes and just the fact that you can't get over uh, certain sicknesses, if you know what I mean, certain viruses. Um, that was the number one factor in the people that died from the very popular virus that went around is it the people that got it were morbidly obese and they had obviously other underlying conditions that stemmed from that. So I understand that we all have different body types and shapes and sizes. I uh, acknowledge that and I think that's beautiful, but there comes a point where it's affecting your health and that is is not healthy. So again, honor your body and have some self-respect and we all know it works for us. And that is that is the the whole I, I now I feel like I'm going on a rant, but okay, I'll digress there. But I think you guys get where I'm going. Honestly, the older I get, the less I care. 
<laughs> and I really hope that's the same for you because when I was younger, I would care about every single little thing that people thought of me. And every single year as I get older, I'm like, I don't care. Now, if I go to the grocery store, like I'll go in my sweats without a bra. Okay. Uh, maybe I should care a little bit there. But, and of course, I always run into someone like those days where I just don't like put myself together. But all that to say is I've just stopped caring the older I get. And it's so freeing to just speak your mind not caring what other people think, not caring what people think about you or how you look. And this is going to sound really weird, but the, the smaller you think you are, the more freeing it is. Like if, if you think that nobody cares about you, it's almost freeing. If you thought that everybody cared about what you ate, how you looked, what you what you put on your body, how you dressed, if you thought everyone cared about that, yeah, that's very, that's a lot of pressure. So try and think that nobody cares about you. And I know that sounds really bad, but try and like stick with me here. If you thought nobody cares about you, you're free to do whatever the heck you want because no one's going to care. So I hope that turnaround and that shift of mind can help you just kind of branch out and be who you want to be. Something I've been thinking about is what's going to last after I pass away? What's going to last after you pass away? It's not going to be your looks. It's not even going to be your house or your material things. It's going to be your legacy. It's going to be the impact you made in your friends, your husband's, your children's lives, your church family, people in real life. I mean... Do you think that people online will care if you pass away? I mean, maybe, maybe for like a week, a day, I don't know. But it's the people in real life that matter. Like no one is going to come to your funeral from social media, right? Unless they know you in person, but it's the people that you know in real life that matter and that you should put your most time and energy in. Because once you pass away, nothing is really going to last except for those relationships. And no one's going to care. No one's going to remember you because you had the best hair or you had washboard abs. Like at your funeral, do you really think they're going to say, oh, so-and-so, she had the best abs? Of course not. They're going to say things like she took the time to spend with my child. She took the time to spend with me. She always bought me coffee. She always just put her, you know, herself last and tried to do this and X, Y, and Z. It was the time that she spent. It, it were those those random phone calls in the middle of the night where she just, she listened to me. It's those types of things that people appreciate and remember. And so that, is something that we should all take away is what's really going to last after we pass away is it's going to be our legacy and it's going to be those connections that we have with people in our lives, in our real lives. 
Now, I know this bite of knowledge became a bite of Bethany and I got a little feisty here and there, but it was a little change up and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy these random thoughts, let me know in the comments or send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And as always, guys, I will see you this Wednesday for a wonderful interview that I'm really excited to share. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.